life they deserve and love. And this week, we are continuing with the Grace series. And if you have missed the first two, feel free to go back and give them a listen. The first part of the series, we went into the G, which standed for the gratitude that we are to have each day and how we don't have to be prompted by a certain day or a certain month or a certain holiday or event in order to show our gratitude and give thanks for all the good that we have. In the last episode, we went into the R of grace and that refers to our rest and how important resting is in our ability to not only be there and show up for ourselves, but also to be able to show up for the audience and community that we were called to serve. And how important rest is in giving the body a chance to renew itself, heal itself, restore itself, and replenish itself in order to conquer and tackle um, another day. And today, we're continuing with the Grace series, and today we are talking about the A, which stands for our attitude. Now, I know if you're like me and you take a chance to reflect on things of your past and just even current recent events, and you're like, what was my attitude, or why was I feeling and acting that way? Or why did I make that decision in that manner? And our attitude is really a reflection of how we already perceive ourselves and the environment around us and the things we're dealing with. If you're used to being easily moved by the action or inaction of others, or you're easily bristled when correction comes your way, or someone points something out to you, or you are so already ready to be cast aside that your defenses is always up like a force field, it makes it difficult to, one, appreciate what you do have to be expected for once to come and three to even be content in the season you're in now and the reason I say this is because I was doing all of those things and I'm still learning to be better with my attitude And the revelation came in understanding that really this whole time, I was working, operating in, speaking, thinking, acting from a spirit of rejection. Because that's all I have dealt with all my life. That's all I've expected all my life because it had already been seated and implanted in my mind and my soul since I was born and a lot of times we have to go back in time 
and really delve deep in our hearts to get to the root issue of why we say the things we say, why we think the things we do, and how we act a certain way. And there's always a deeper lying issue as to what causes us to have certain attitudes. And for me, since I was dealing and delving in the spirit of rejection, I was constantly in defense mode. Ready to be rejected. Ready to be cast aside. And at the same time, I was trying so hard to be accepted and approved of by those around me because it goes back to that issue of rejection that I received from my own family. And I just carried it on into adulthood. And then that turned into me being the sacrificial victim. And some of you can relate when you've gone through so many things. And when you have encountered so many situations and instances. And they don't get dealt with properly. You will consciously and subconsciously victimize yourself. In everything that you do and that was key for me is that I was just waiting for the rejection because I knew it was coming but that was a false reality I'd created for myself I played the victim in order to get the attention and approval I so desperately wanted but was going about it the wrong way because our approval and our acceptance doesn't come from one another. Is it key to be part of a growing, vital community? Yes. But are they the reason for your existence? No. Your acceptance, your approval, your validation, who you are from within, that comes from God because he created you uniquely. And we each have to learn to embrace that uniqueness in a positive way so that our character reflects outwardly his representation in our life, what God means to each and every one of us. How we deal with the highs and lows of life. And if your attitude is a little salty and faulty, it's going to be difficult for you to see the silver lining of anything, to see the glass half full. You're going to see it half empty. It's going to be difficult for you to see the goodness in any situation. When you're coming from that negative attitude, your memories are going to be more focused on the bad events and in essence negate the good events. And then you will continue to expect that to still happen to you unconsciously. But the good news is for all of us that it is never too late to switch and shift our attitudes and perspectives for the better. We can enlist help in order 
to change our attitudes. We don't have to stay stuck and fixed in a certain state and then resolve ourselves to thinking, well, that's just the way it is and that's just who I am. I can't change it. When we all have the ability to change, the question really becomes, are we willing to embrace the change and do the necessary work required for the change? So here are three keys in regards to our attitude dealing with growth. The first key is that gratitude should be on your mind every single day. It shouldn't be something that is only prompted when you see a certain thing or event or you smell a certain smell or you're around certain people, places or things. You should have gratitude on your mind all the time. Because guess what? When your heart and mind is fixed on gratitude and thankfulness, anything that happens to be going on wrong in your life, it's not going to have as much power over you. It's not going to be able to rule you if you're coming from a place of gratitude, thanks, and of love. When you're operating in those three things, your perspective, your thoughts, your words, and your actions are going to be different. You're going to be able to endure and overcome situations better and also get this faster. When we come from a negative position, circumstances, issues, events seem like they are going on into eternity because of our perspective and our thought process about that certain thing. When really the time frame may not even be that long, the season of it may be short, but because we are already fixated on the negativity of the situation, the circumstance, or the place we are in our life, it makes it appear prolonged in the false reality we have created for ourselves. And it's not a blame on anyone because we're all guilty. Even I am guilty, as I started with my story, of how I had created a false reality since I was a child. And it just has grown and become bigger that it's impacting things at such a greater level. But once I made the choice to shift, once you make the choice to shift the switch and work in a more positive, gracious, thankful, loving posture, it's going to help you to face anything without question, without fear, and without reservation. The second key is to check in on your emotions every day. If some of you are like me, you can be easily affected by other people's energy in certain situations. And if you're not careful and if you don't have the right boundaries in place, you can allow yourself to be moved by how someone else is thinking, feeling, and acting. 
and then it will leave you perplexed as why you're feeling some type of way after you leave their presence. Or you wonder why people treat you differently because they've left your presence. Because your attitude wasn't right. Are you finding yourself quickly popping off at the mouth when someone says something to you? Well, that's your reaction emotionally. And then you're also not actively listening to what's being said to you because you already have put your force field of defense up. Already falsely thinking, well, that was how they was going to come at you anyway. So, hey, here it is. (laughs) And that's not the truth. We don't intentionally go about our day to harm one another. We don't have agendas that as soon as we wake up, we're like, hmm, how am I going to bother so-and-so today? How am I going to rile up sister so-and-so? How am I going to aggravate my family, friends, or co-workers? We don't have those intentional agendas. They may be unconscious. How we receive it can seem not well-intentioned. But none of us purposely go about our days set off to just wreck havoc in people's lives. And when we come from that realization that even if you might not get the response you were seeking, it's not that they are dealing in air with you. They're dealing in air with the situation or the circumstance or the environment that you're currently in. And when we take time to separate that, it makes it easier to deal with the nuances of one another and not get easily riled up, offended, angry, bitter, malicious, jealous, and the list of words goes on and on. But when we check in with our emotions consistently throughout the day, especially when they start to go left, You can stop and ask yourself the question of, wait, why am I feeling this way? What is causing me to want to react this way? Is it really as big of a deal as I'm making it right now? Let me step back and evaluate the situation with a different set of eyes, ears, and thought process. When we take that intentional time out to do that, we'll be easier able to make decisions that are proactive with wisdom instead of reactive based off our emotions for a certain situation. Last key is establishing healthy boundaries. As you are going through the process of doing the inner work with God required to help draw out that root of why your attitude might not be the best, or as Joyce Meyer would say, that stinking thinking, <laughs> you have to put healthy boundaries in place. Because up until this point, you either had no boundaries 
or they want healthy boundaries. If you know until you've processed through some things, a certain place is going to aggravate you, don't go to that place. If it drains you to talk to certain people or certain people draw out of you negativity, stop talking to those people. Don't receive their phone calls until you are at a better place that you can say in a positive, responsible, proactive voice and language to let them know thank you, but no thank you. Sometimes we incite issues within ourselves because we keep going back to the thing that's aggravating the issue. And a lot of times it's subconsciously. We have not even really realized we're doing it until we take the time to sit and really think through all of these things. And we put the right boundaries in place. And it's not to hurt anyone. It's to strengthen you. So that your resolve is greater. And you are able to overcome without fear and without reprisal anything that comes your way. Because we were not meant to be on defense all of our lives. We weren't meant to isolate ourselves unintentionally because of the thoughts of our own mind that brings up things that really aren't true but we've made them so real that we operate in them as if they are true and in turn we end up pushing people away we end up missing blessings because we are not in the right And we all have emotions. So there's going to be times that, yeah, we're going to be a little testy. We're going to get upset. We're going to get unnerved. We're going to feel a certain type of way. But it's how we respond to those feelings is what makes the biggest impact. How we deal with those situations based off emotions makes the biggest impact. And it also, we have to be mindful that our attitude is not just messing us up. It's affecting everyone around us as well. And in order for any change to happen, the change has to start with us. And that's the hardest decision to make because it's easier to blame and pass the buck on to something or someone else than to really face ourselves. But until we face ourselves, love ourselves, understand what unique divine creations we are of God, will we truly be open to making the choice to change? So I know this was a kind of heavy episode and it's kind of going to be that way through the whole series because it's all about making sure that we are right within ourselves so that we can properly be there and serve as the best 
most excellent version of ourselves. And I hope that something from this episode blessed you and gave you something to reflect on and to grow from in your own life. Because we're all in the process of our progress on this journey of life together. And if you need assistance, if you need support, I would be glad to walk alongside you on your journey. And you can feel free to reach out to me at Audaciously Made on social. And my email is hello at audaciouslymade.com. So thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode as we looked into the A of Grace, which is our attitude. And I hope that you guys stay amazing and that you continue to soar and shine in everything that you do.